Hello, friends, and welcome. You're listening to Unscripted Sex Ed, the podcast, where we talk about navigating sexuality as a young adult. From figuring out answers to the questions we've had since middle school and high school to exploring the narratives that have shaped American beliefs and values about how we experience our bodies, relationships, gender, and pleasure, we're your hosts, Courtney. And Mallory, we're good friends and sexuality educators diving into these conversations. So pull up a chair, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hey, Courtney. Hey, Mallory. How's it going? It's good. How how are you? How are you doing? I am feeling pretty good on this Wednesday night. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Whooping for Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where we're at today in this, in this time of... Mm time really we're just for context right because we record early much earlier than what we put at the shows yeah this is we're recording like two weeks before christmas like 10 days so you know exactly holiday season (laughs) is upon us life is very busy and crazy um but we still are coming out the time we are actually going to talk about guilty pleasures today and how Um. That's such a stupid concept. Um, <laughs> because why why should any pleasure be guilty? Like, let's take out the mm-hmm. guilt from the guilty pleasures. We're, we're removing right. that. So yeah, fuck that guilty part. Yeah. So like I said, so stupid. Dumbest thing I've ever heard. We're like feeling a type of way on this hump day, huh? And I'm actually really liking it. I'm excited for where this is gonna go. Just so our listeners, it, yeah. Just so our listeners are aware, this is one that we haven't really sat down and planned. We're like, no. let's go with it. We're feeling the We're hump feeling day hawk <laughs> kicking in. Maybe that should be like a prize thing. How many hump day haws <laughs> is Mallory going to say? But anyway... <laughs> We're just really going to have fun with it, because Mm -hmm. that's what pleasure is. Yeah. It's not something to feel guilty about. It's something to to enjoy, to Mm -hmm. feel good, fill yourself up with those mm, moments. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, we're going to have more more candid conversation, if that's possible. (laughs) Right. (laughs) If. If that's possible from us. Yeah. So, Courtney, do you want to do you want to talk about your or share a guilty pleasure? Sure. Yeah. So, what I until rather recently would be like, oh, this is guilty pleasure, and like, did I felt all this shame? I felt all of this like, oh, I want to hide this. Um, I don't talk about it. Um, Is the fact that I love 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 to read romance novels Uh, um particularly i love like fantasy romance Ooh, yeah i have there are tropes that just if it's in the book i'm gonna pick it up and read it okay the rest of it might suck but i'm ready for that trope um I have. Aren't we all? That's right. the only reason we read for some people. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think because part of it, definitely, I understand, like, the guilt for me was I have a very rich academic background, um, right? I was in school forever and a day. Um, I found some very, very heavy and intense topics, um, 
as my counterbalance to that, and because I was reading so much um, for my curriculum and stuff, I would then turn into, like, read for pleasure. It it balanced out, um, but also being super heavy academic, dear God, would I never say I read smutty fantasy books. Um, Just because it seemed like a complete contradiction to Mm -hmm. my whole academic persona. Um, And now that I'm not in school, I read almost strictly for pleasure. Like, I'll read stuff for work or if I need, but I'm not the same level of reading as I was for school. Um, And I love it. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. And sometimes the smuttier the better. Right. Give. Yes. Like, I want the details. Yes. I want to be able to picture this scene unfolding Mm -hmm. in my Mm -hmm. mind. And, like, with all the senses. Yes. Yeah. Like, I want to be in an immersive experience. Who doesn't want that, though? Like, if you're reading, I think that's the best part about reading is that you can put yourself... Whether you want to or not, most times we have an image in our head, and it's, Mm -hmm. I know for me, I usually do myself, because I'm like, well, it's a great story, and I want to be a part of it, so it's Mm going to be me. And then you have that whole... Great. I'm the main character. Uh, sexy scene. The the, the scene is set. It's played out. Sometimes Mm -hmm. there's already tension building. There's, like, all of this foreplay that has been lasting 75 chapters. I mean, honestly, if it's... That slow long. burn. Yeah. Okay, well, not so slow, not but so like slow, slow but enough. Good, like, yeah, you want the tension. Oh yeah, right. You want yeah. some story there. Ugh, yeah, yes. Feel yeah. it right down to your toes. Ugh. And the best writers mm. really do just make mm-hmm. you like all make you use all your senses. Yes. Yes. So, yes, there was, and that's partly why I was like, oh, it's shameful it's mm-hmm. guilty any of this sort of stuff hop on bookstagram it's great you will find a community of people that just share um but one in particular is at the bibliophile blonde and she was in her stories um right because there was a st- troll <laughs> stupid troll Okay, um, who was like critiquing and was like, "Ugh, women's standards of men when they read fictional men is so high." I think it's just normal. <laughs> I think it's just a normal expectation. <laughs> Rightly, if you are having issues, you're just not clear on the bar, um, and it's mm-hmm. not because that bar is set too high, right? Like, that's right, a, and that's a complaint that you sometimes hear and it's written here women or female identified people to the porn that they watch right yeah like Mm. let's talk about how the fictionalized women right out there and representation Mm -hmm. is like actually unattainable like this let's talk about standards (laughs) double standards right and so that was one point of like no, never, don't feel bad for having standards. And if you're getting your standards from characters that you're reading, that's okay. Because you know what? Most of the standards, honestly, are consent. Like, 
mm-hmm. minimum. Let's start mm-hmm. there. Um, so that's and that's really not again. That's not a lot to ask. That's a bare minimum. You should bare minimum yes. beginning consent. Right. The excitement, the pleasure, the the wanting to feel good with you or yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And another reason that some people feel and a little bit guilty or shameful about dipping their toes into romance mm-hmm. is that it's written by women mostly. And oh, so yeah. and because it's written by women mostly, um, right, it is then sectioned off and put into this whole other category of like, oh, this is fantasy romance and this is the new adult romances but they're gonna be like over here okay right and so there's Mm -hmm. where if there's sex in a fantasy novel or a fictional novel written by a man it's just part of the book right it's just an element it's not the book it's not the point it's just an element and so you have, like, some sexism and misogyny, and the patriarchy is all up in this as well, where it's, like, yeah. because there's females, because there are femmes and non-binary people putting, and more and more authors who are, like, on the whole, at least being very open now, mm-hmm. more so than past, about their own gender expression and sexuality... Now it's like, oh, we're threatened by anything that's not the cis-het male perspective. And we're going to silo that, and we're going to shove it over here. Um, And I think that all just, you pick up on it. Even if you're not trying to, you pick up on that, and you just add that into your own little pail of garbage of guilt and shame around sexuality and pleasure and how are you finding that how are you discovering Mm -hmm. that um and so it's really lovely to just say well screw it (laughs) fuck it (laughs) i'm not accepting your guilt and (laughs) your shame um society i'm good and I just yeah. really like it. I just, I like, I like this type of novel. And that it could be as simple as like, yep, I just like it. I don't have to have deep reasons. Just do. Also, you don't have to explain yourself to anybody. Truth. Like, unless, like, maybe you're seeing someone and you, like, talk to them about things or, like... Yeah. Someone genuinely asks. Right. Can you tell me more about that? But, like, really, you don't have to tell anybody shit. Right, like, sticking with my, you know, my, my genre of example, right? If there's, and I love, uh, now I just think it's hysterical, it's just kind of funny, um, classic, what I would call the classic romance novels mm, of, like, mm-hmm. the 90s. Oh, like Fabio on and the cover? Yes, right, That's shirts like, off, nips yes. out. Yeah. Like, hair, or, yeah, hair's blowing in the non-existent wind of a balcony yes. with a rose on his mouth and that his really chiseled chest, and you're like, okay. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, also, if, if you are reading books and those are the covers, just embrace it. Love it. Oh, yeah, do, do it. Do it. Do it. But nothing wrong like, with that. Yeah. Right. There's just some indicators of, like, 
this is a romance novel. This is what it is. And sometimes people, like, be discerning about how someone's approaching you and asking you about that. Um, Because some people are just, they're genuinely curious. And others Mm -hmm. are assholes about it, but... Yes, genuine assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Right, but I, I mean, it also makes me think back to, like, previous generations, right? People who were in their 20s or so, you know, our moms maybe even having have those books right and so i think there's also some generational issues and stigmas mm-hmm. i feel like oh that's mommy porn which is a whole, oh yeah Blech. yeah right horrible <laughs> phrase <laughs> but it's terrible it, it is right but again it's another one of those silos so like you don't have to be fit into any type of box to enjoy Mm-hmm. what you want to enjoy or oh, just yeah. to enjoy what you enjoy right whatever that is whether that's related to reading or right and like, this is just my example of what i really love so yeah yeah and mallory what what's an example for you what do you oh my god um so i'll start with like uh i where am i starting with this <laughs> are the things that like come right off that I do like yeah every day like I am known to eat dessert before dinner or while I'm cooking dinner mm-hmm. so some people are like why would you ever do that and it's like well because I'm usually always craving something sweet and I want to make sure I have room for something sweet mm. so like I'm gonna have that first so I can fully enjoy the something sweet and not like actually give my body what it needs <laughs> and then not have any room for dessert um also a huge fan of reality tv like the housewives mm-hmm. um salt lake city is what i'm currently watching i am behind so if people who are listening are all over the things that mm-hmm. are happening in that one please don't let us know no spoilers. please don't let me know Oh my gosh, it's amazing. The drama, the you just get like sucked in that mm-hmm. these people who have tons and tons of money I, like what do they do with it? What do they literally do with it besides oh spend it on altering their bodies or going on weird ass hella expensive trips? <laughs> True. Like it's just it's wild to me. But then the the really big thing that I think has been one since I could read, essentially, mm-hmm. or at least since middle school, was always finding the books that had the sex scenes in them. So very mm-hmm. much like Courtney, where it was like you, you'd look at the cover and you wouldn't know, but like mm-hmm. you could hear from other people like, this is what's happening in that book. Gotta mm. read this. Turn to page 123. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Um, so lately, I have been reading the Bridgerton books, mm-hmm. and really started after watching the Brid- Bridgerton season one. Yes, um, which was great, and <laughs> I was like, "This is fucking awesome!" And I will tell you right now, the books are so much better as they usually are. But yes. like the <laughs> amount of like sex. Like, real sex. Mm. Um, right. Not, like, thinly veiled. Oh, my God. Or, right, like, the kiss, and then it's the next dot, morning. Dot, dot, Right. Like, the, like, what? 
Oh, me, give that's it to a, me. Right. I was like, you know, there there's a time and place for those mm-hmm. kind of scenes or like, you know, YA yes. young adult books. Like love YA books. I I do too. See, that was Ugh. another guilty pleasure. I was like, I can do that. I oh. know. No. No. No, you're not. Um, you're not. There's no age limit. <laughs> no, yes. there is none. Right. There's there's context where it's appropriate and then mm-hmm. there's a context where it's like, no, give it to me. Oh yeah. All of it. Yeah. So I I couldn't even tell you when I start probably October. I started mm-hmm. the Bridgerton books. So there's nine of them. That's because a there series. are Yes. Yes. That's there are eight kids. And then there's also a book about the mom. Very oh, excited. I yeah. did not know there was a book about the mother. I know. The one who it popped very up much in my research to tell her daughter anything. Anything. Like anything. she was embarrassed. As most parents can be yep. talking to their child about sex. But oh my gosh, the books just get better and better. Mm-hmm. I just started the seventh book. Wow. Uh, people, we are in the middle of December. You have been on a tear. Oh, my God, yes. I finish one in, like, three days. Yeah. You, like, you sit there and you get sucked in, and Mm -hmm. it's all about the building up of it, the tension of it, the creating the storyline, the drama, the, like, want, the need. Mm -hmm. And it's not just one sex scene. Like, it's not just one little thing, and it's like, okay, we're never going to talk about this again. Like, it happens over and over again. Okay, yes. Okay. Because, like, a lot of... Again, I'm going to show my expertise here. <laughs> Love it. Bring it on. Right. Like, a lot of the Harlequin historical romances from, again, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, right? Like, it builds up, and then it's just... It's, like, the second to last chapter, and then the book ends, and that's it. Oh, that's yes! It. <laughs> yes! You're like, I spent 300 pages for this? Not like exactly like that, but some of the stories kind of went that way. And I was like, what yeah. the fuck? So those weren't my favorites, obviously. But one, um, I won't tell you which one, because I think you should read them all. But like one of them's like real, real spicy, mm-hmm. where they're like talking dirty to each other and like controlling each other oh. in the sense like consensual sex like mm-hmm. tell me what to do no I want you to do this type of thing mm-hmm. very dominant type of way and I was like oh, man for the 1800s spicy I know so spicy but yeah those are those are what I'm going for now so I find that if a book doesn't have sex happening in it I don't mm-hmm. like it. <laughs> it's not it's my fair. favorite. It's fair. Yeah. Like, Jasmine Guillory is another amazing author. Mm. Um, it's not while we were dating, but there was one about, like, them meeting at a wedding. It's a red cover. I can't think of the name. I will find the name and put mm-hmm. it in the show notes, but all of hers, again, I bought all of them because when I find one that I like... Yep. I, I get them all. <laughs> I have this horrible habit of getting the first book and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to get it and we're going to see. Mm-hmm. And then, because I know my tastes, I usually yep. end up really liking it. And then, 
I end up, if, like, I have a physical copy of the first book, I will immediately, because I cannot, I'm not patient, um, I will download the rest of the series on my Kindle. Yes. Yeah, so I bought all of Jasmine Guillory's books. I have all the Bridgerton books, because, you know, it's just, you find it. You find what you like, mm-hmm. and you like what you like. Yep. Yeah, so my partner has been finding me up until like 2.30 in the morning, which is not like me. Um, no. Those book no, hangovers I'm, are rough. Oh, yeah, they are. They have been. The older yeah. you get, the worse they are. <laughs> For real, though. And I'm like an early bird, so I was like, no, no, I can't stay up this late. I can't stay up this late. But also, like, no, I need to finish it. Like, I need right. to finish it. Yes. And Absolutely. I think what's great about the Bridgerton series is that there's an epilogue telling you, like, what happens next, of course, but then there's, like, an extra epilogue oh. that tells you, like, what's happening in the future with everyone. Mm-hmm. So after each book, it, like, sends you into, like, 20, 30 years later where they are, what's happening, how many kids they have, if they have kids, who they're married to, okay. and gives it's you, like, a nice little glimpse. little wrap on that story yeah. on that character like, yeah in their big arc yeah yeah and if you read it you get like hints about like what's going to happen oh sure with like somebody else um so then you're sitting there like wait a minute this is supposed to happen where's this person what mm-hmm. blah 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 but uh yes highly recommend bridgerton plus i mean if you watch the series it's loaded with sex you already know oh uh, yeah <laughs> yeah and it's even better because then you have the characters like imagined already they're already picked Mm -hmm. out for you yeah so you already have it in your head but it's always nice to imagine yourself in those situations Mm -hmm. because we all want to feel good and pleasure absolutely yeah i mean and whatever the guilty that's not a guilty pleasure whatever is bringing you that joy bringing Mm -hmm. you that pleasure right or if you're like i don't even know that i have one this is, sounds all so foreign to me. What are you two even rambling on about? Yes. Because um, okay. we are nerding out real hard right now. Um, just, you know, my my little piece of advice is that you already just find joy in. That mm-hmm. you already find pleasure in. Right? Um, mm-hmm. I, mean, I think a prime example is Mallory and I have both been readers and avid readers of all sorts of things for ever um oh yeah right and so we're we're kind of like you know we're opening the door of we took a slightly different avenue and included and incorporated our sexuality into something that we already enjoyed and are finding a different type and an immense exploration and pleasure from that so find something that you already enjoy and if you were like i want to incorporate my sexuality into that or see where it just takes me mm-hmm. then you know i encourage you to do that because we all deserve to freaking feel some joy Ugh, and yes. some pleasure oh, yes right like yes it's the holidays when we're recording this and there are lots of good things um but the world is also still really hard mm-hmm. and it is still rough out there um and covid has not gone away um right so we absolutely all deserve to feel some joy and pleasure 
Yeah, and maybe it's like you hate wearing bras, you know, if you're a person who wears bras. So for yeah. you, it's like not ever wearing a bra ever again, which is like amazing. Like, let do your titties it. hang. You know, whatever you want to do. Maybe it's not wearing underwear, or maybe it's masturbating in front of a mirror, or maybe you do want to get into reading something sexual and you're like, hey, maybe I'll Google Literatica and check out uh-huh. what stories they have and those are short little awesome hot so sexual stories that you know maybe that's where you start like just because Courtney and I love to find the books that have the smuttiest mm-hmm. shit in them doesn't mean that's what you have to do anything mm-hmm. can be a pleasure a, a pleasurable thing for you right. whatever that is yeah if you are really are into music that you love music mm-hmm Go find some great music that makes you feel sexy. That's that makes you feel just good in your skin and body. Yes. Mm. Take yes. time. Enjoy that. Yeah. And maybe it's that you love to masturbate in the bath or in the shower. You know, whatever it is, whatever sets your soul on fire and makes you feel fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And just leave, you know, try try and leave the guilt out of it. It's all about trying to reframe it for ourselves that mm-hmm. there doesn't need to be guilt, um, especially if you don't fall into that category of a cis straight man, mm-hmm. which because there's a lot of messages right around trying to control or shame any other expression of sexuality um so if that is not you really i we encourage you to go explore and find what is pleasurable for you yeah and leave leave the guilt out of it yeah so go have fun friends yeah enjoy the process and we'll drop some accounts that we follow, that mm-hmm. we support, and that we love, um, that encourage, you know, just exploration, play, pleasure, and we'll, we'll throw in some book recommendations, too. Oh, yeah. We'll put it all in the show notes. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>